Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Five women from New York killed in that uh, accident on Interstate 81. First of all, there were two vehicles uh, family members were operating, right? Minivan crashes on I-81, and this was near Waverly. And they ended up in the left median. Um, and the occupants got out of the vehicle, four of them, as well as uh, one got out of the other vehicle. And a tractor trailer hit them and killed five, five women from the same family. And uh, it's just tragic. Yeah, Absolutely I, tragic. Yeah, I, 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 uh, I mean, I didn't even have no words. I, I had a friend who. It was in an accident, lost his life with his father and his brother, and that was three people. Um, one person survived. Like that, just it destroys a family literally and figuratively going forward. Yeah, I can't even imagine. Sure. That's horrible. Mm-hmm. It's a bad, um, obviously bad situation. Uh, very bad. And you know, it's always uh, scary. And and there was an accident. I mean, there was a a pedestrian, not a pedestrian, an occupant of a vehicle that got disabled. This was down in I think York county um earlier in the week and something similar happened where um this person was hit when they got out of their vehicle which is why wnep and we've been talking about PennDOT telling people um the best course of action that you can do um if you ever are in a vehicle that's involved in an accident like that where do not get out of your vehicles you know and call for help asap Right. Yeah. Um, and that, it, but on the other hand, as other motorists, uh, they remind people to move out of that lane. So if someone is disabled in the left lane, go to the right. If someone's disabled on the right, go to the left. Um, I, w- who knows? You know, this, th- this is just tragic, but there's a lot of things that we as drivers can also do, right? Um, to try to make a situation safer for people who are in a really precarious situation. Um, so that that is just tragic. Uh, and, and only mentioning this because uh, with snow developing and tomorrow it's supposed to be coming through, when people are either going to or coming from, it seems like, I know Jeremy last night was talking about the majority of the snow may be starting afternoon tomorrow, right. um, but it is going to be one to three inches. And when you have that many people on the roads, uh, things happen and they're do, they do say that this you know minivan, first of all, losing control had to do with those icy conditions and uh, just uh, shocking and tragic. Uh, five people, five women and said to be from the fame, the same family 
you know, killed in that crash. They were from New York State. So yeah. just a very sad story. That story really. it, it, it's funny. I'm thinking back how horrible it was the, the situation where a friend of mine was killed. He was killed. But it was it was it was four people. Uh, a father and a son their other son survived and this guy was a friend and that tore people apart and that wasn't even half of the you know the loss it's heartbreaking and just i can't i can't even imagine we have to just yeah do our best in bad driving conditions uh, look around there's uh, other cars out there you're not alone think about that people don't do that very scary i mean if you remember it was schuylkill county i believe um a number of years ago and it was cited in one of the stories i read about you know being uh, aware when there's an accident. Remember, there was like a major pileup that happened. And I think it had to do with um, the major pileup happened in the um, because of the, the snow and the whiteout conditions. And they talked about how so many people in that pileup got out of their vehicles and there were real close calls because other vehicles you know, coming into the area, all of a sudden, you know, people are on the side and they maybe they panic and they move to the other side and they almost hit someone else. Uh, So the safest place to be in uh, a situation like that is to stay in your vehicle and uh, call for help as soon as possible. But um, anyway, we just want to mention that because we do have uh, some more winter weather and obviously we'll be contending with more of these perhaps through the season. Just uh, be very careful out there, folks. Um, All right, so the other story yesterday, uh, Scranton police were able to um, get the guy that they believe, um, you know, shot this uh, Scranton detective. He was in the hospital. Um, and uh, and they're calling this an ambush-style attack. This is shocking as well. Uh, the details as to how this happened. Yeah. Um, this Aiden uh, Dininger, he is uh, 20 years old from Old Forge. They say he also had connections to the Nicholson area that's up in uh, Wyoming County. But um, what's shocking is uh, the, the fact that they say it was an ambush. Like he walked up to an unmarked police vehicle, but they say he knew that these were cops and just fired point blank right into the passenger side uh, area of that vehicle. And uh, two of those shots hit Detective Kyle Gilmartin, um, both of them above his eye. And he has gone through a number of surgeries just absolutely uh, tragic but they do say he is responsive even though he's still in critical condition right he is responsive and they say he is doing uh, much better than they had you know at first expected um but this Dininger is facing a number of charges i mean this all was going down on um live stream so that's where you saw that other suspect the other day yeah uh, who was arrested cleveland was his last name and uh, officials say that uh, Dininger was a part of that live stream, and uh, and the cops were investigating a number of shootings, and they knew about this live stream, and they were in that Hyde Park area uh, trying to get information. They say they went there at about 4.38, and they located that gray Ford Fusion that they say was involved in previous shootings so Dininger has said in the instagram live video now this happened at 4 32 just a few minutes before the cops are looking for me right now and i'm still spinning so they were looking for anyone in the area associated with that fusion when they say Dininger approached the black chevy impala sedan and fired five rounds 
through the passenger side windows. And that's when a very brave uh, response uh, by uh, Officer Lafferty uh, returned fire, striking Denninger several times as he fled back toward that Ford Fusion. And he collapsed near his vehicle and was taken into custody. I think he was shot five times, which is... Uh, <clears throat> this whole thing is so bizarre in the sense of like, I, I, you know, they bad kids. Is this some sort of weird gang thing? The the way they approach this is like they didn't have a care in the world for anything or anybody goofing oh, off on brazen, video yeah it's just brazen just uh, zero care for consequences um it's uh, unbelievable it's it really was shocking to get the details of this you know uh, what you might have thought when you first heard about this right uh, to think someone is walking right up to a an, an unmarked vehicle and just point blank sh- blank shooting into the windows that is uh, real chilling stuff that there are people who are that heartless and uh cold you know cold to the to the yeah, core it's, it's i don't blame video games for violence in younger people i think it's a stretch but this is like that 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 kind of like oh if it doesn't go well we'll just start over there's no care in the world for real human life, and it's disgusting. Yeah, it really, truly is. Um, oh. th- there's a, a clip here, just a DA, Mark Powell, just talking about you know the stance on violence against police. Uh, it's what you'd expect. It's a strong statement worth sharing, I think. The dangers and demands of being a police officer are real and with significant sacrifice. My office will have zero tolerance for any violence against a police officer i think unfortunately you have to say that now because some people will go see no one cares and it's like that's not true like that's absurd of course course people care it needs to be said though isn't there a question too though about that other suspect um the other suspect was he not involved supposedly in um attacking a police officer a number of months ago if you remember um and and the question was like you know he was out yeah, so I, I did think I did see that. I, I have to double yeah. check. There's a lot of little pieces. I was trying to watch this yesterday and going through a couple things as well, and I missed. I may have missed that detail, but yeah, the whole story is heartbreaking, and um, I it truly is. It truly it's shocking. Yeah. It, it it is, and uh, you know to think that this 20 year old again accused, but in the hospital, this is what um, went down according to investigators and uh the they did laud the heroic actions they said yep. of officer lafferty and officer heiler and the other officers who arrived at the scene um they said um they gave life-saving care to detective gilmartin got him in the vehicle to geisinger for treatment and you know had to secure the situation you know what was going on there and then there was a huge effort afterwards to go to all the people that they knew with gang connections to try to get to the bottom of what had happened right um just crazy crazy stuff so gil martin has undergone surgeries they say to his skull to his head to his brain area they had to remove the bullet they also had to relieve the brain swelling um, again, he remains in critical condition, but is responsive. And the, the quote from them is, making improvements that I don't believe anyone expected. Kyle is a strong man and has shown incredible resilience as he continues to improve daily, said uh, D.A. Powell. And uh, Dininger remains in the hospital. They say he will stay there until he is healthy enough to be moved. They did use Detective Gilmartin's handcuffs to yeah. uh, arraign him. And he was uh, arraigned bedside.
and they obviously have to wait until someone is cognizant enough to be able to right. uh, do that uh, that paperwork and uh, you know make it official. I know the the use of his handcuffs is just symbolic thing. And uh, I first heard it and I stopped and I was like, what am I feeling? I'm like, that, I like that. Like it's an emotion I felt that I'm a hard guy to touch like that. I'm like, that's nice. Mm-hmm. I, He's facing, I, yeah. by the way, three counts of attempted murder of law enforcement officers. Uh, he faces also charges of aggravated assault, attempted criminal homicide, reckless endangerment, firearms offenses and other related counts. Now, Cleveland is in Lackawanna County Prison. Felony charges of disarming a firearm into an occupied structure and other counts. That's what they were investigating. Some houses, uh, the occupants were reporting uh, gunfire that night. Uh, Cleveland was denied bail. Um, And uh, Powell also said officials do expect an additional arrest of a juvenile on charges similar to that of Cleveland's. So there's uh, this investigation continues. Yeah, the only positive, and it's a it's a shame that it always takes this, but um, you see such greatness and kindness, and uh, just people coming together to help after something like this. The community has really stepped up to help, you know, Officer Gil Martin uh, raise money. They have a bunch. Yeah, they have. There's all- so many different. The Coopers is doing a, a seafood night, and I saw uh, there's a story I saw about uh, uh, shirts that they're selling. Uh, uh, talk shirty to yes. me is, is I love the name of that business. By yeah. the way, uh, they, yeah, they're the selling shirts. Me. The yeah, GoFundMe, the GoFundMe doing great that now. the police officer had uh, done in uh, Kyle Gilmartin's name has already raised about one hundred and sixty-seven thousand dollars as of Wednesday afternoon. Uh, as you mentioned, uh, Coopers uh, King Crab. Sale fundraiser continues Thursday and Friday. Today and Friday, noon yeah. to close, $10 of every $20, $20 pound of King Crab sold will support his recovery. Also, um, we have, I wanted to get Cedar Bicycle selling $10 raffle tickets. Northeast Title and Tag accepting donations at all Lackawanna County locations. Pasquale's Pizzeria and Family Restaurant accepting cash donations and donating 10% of all gift cards sales between now and January 28th. So there's just a whole bunch of places that have really stepped up. The community has certainly come together for this officer and for the police overall. It is 626. It's the morning news, WILK News Radio. Yeah, we got 14 degrees getting up to 28 today. Cloudy with flurries. The snow starts developing tonight. And then uh, tomorrow, we're looking at uh, cloudy skies, snow showers, total accumulations, just about one to three inches, but it can really create havoc, as we saw the other yeah. day. Really, truly. Uh, We shall talk with Joe Snedeker next hour. We'll get an update on that and the timing. uh, Very important on that as well. Um, The Lackawanna County uh, Majority Commissioners, they're new people, right? New people are in. And uh, Bill Gauhan, he uh, said during the first official business meeting for the new Board of Commissioners uh, that the uh, county has massive financial issues. So they entered, Lackawanna County government entered this year with $19 million in unpaid bills. And they do believe it. We may very well fall short of cash 
to pay all of the expenses again this year. I'm looking at the update in the Scranton Times Tribune today. They got a really good rundown on this. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, he's the new board's chairman. He said the county had less than $500,000 to meet their expenses at one point uh, toward the end of last year. And, and this was his quote in that paper article. The fact that in a $163 million budget, you can have less than half a million dollars in the bank is frightening and unacceptable. It's pretty scary. Um, he said the county stopped paying most bills in the summer of last year, except for payroll and utility bills to keep the lights on. Oh, boy. So we're um, doing what we need to see. What else do you want, people? <clears throat> well, what happened was... I'm being, uh, of course, I'm being sarcastic. That's uh, It's craziness. really a, a very uh, concerning thing. So uh, Gahan McGloin and Minority Commissioner Chris Shermack voted to apply for entry into the state strategic management planning program. So uh, basically what happens is if the state approves, the county then seeks a consultant and they will help to develop some kind of a strategic management plan. Oh, boy. So um, that's scary. Matt McGloin said when it comes to county finances, we've been in an extremely difficult position for quite some time now. And now it's the administration's job and task of fixing it. So that's like, hey, congratulations on the new job. (laughs) Look. Oh, boy. It's well, yeah, bad. you know, it, it, someone else runs it poorly. And maybe it was the people before, maybe it was people before them. And then the people sitting there will take the blame because they're the ones sitting there trying to fix it. Because uh, how do you fix these shortfalls? Probably tax increases, I'm guessing. I don't know. And that's well, what they did, right? Yeah, I mean, so they voted the last time to, to raise, raise property taxes Correct. almost 6% this year. So there you are. And then these people will get voted out because they were, it was on their watch. And it's all necessary. And people, it's just the whole situation gets extremely frustrating. Well, they do have a reassessment going, so perhaps they'll be able to get more money through that. But, of course, a lot of you are like, oh, crap, I don't want to see what the reassessment shows. Uh, Anyway, if they get this consultant, basically what they do is they analyze historical financial data, assess the budget, forecast future revenue, all this other stuff. Um, There was an interesting quote. I'm trying to find it here in this article uh, where Chris Shermack. Oh, he this is it. Now, he's been there. Right. But he's the minority commissioner. He said that he had a task force ready to review spending four years ago but they couldn't get accurate information and the effort fell apart so that's the most northeast maybe you don't you don't get what you're in the minority we're not telling you anything well no i'm just saying that's like the most uh, northeast pa thing ever it's like i wanted to help but no one would give me information it's like oh sure why do we not have it are they hiding something are they we don't is it just political games who knows Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, big problems, big problems. So terrifying. Uh, hopefully they'll get someone yeah. to help them steer that thing uh, clear of any major. I mean, it looks like we're already in the major warning area. A winning Pennsylvania lottery cash five ticket worth $300,000 sold in Luzerne County. Uh, this was sold at Garrity Supermarket, Union Street, Luzerne. So if you bought your ticket, the cash five, somebody matched all five balls drawn. That's pretty big, right? $300,000. Also, uh, there was a winning treasure hunt ticket uh, sold as well. Um, six of the winning treasure hunt tickets from the Tuesday drawing split a $200,000 jackpot. So that's $33,333 each. Uh, that ticket sold at Hanover Convenience in Hanover Township. Uh, so if you've uh, bought either of those tickets at those locations, hey, you might have a winner. I like these stories because it gives me, you know, happiness for certain people. But at the same time, when I hear them, sometimes it's like, hey, guys, did you hear Bill and Kathy got raises? 
And I'm like, <laughs> you oh, didn't. it's great. What about us? Oh, okay. I know, I know. I hear no, I'm happy oh, for them. It, Don't get me wrong. Isn't but. it interesting when a story, and I've heard it in the news, I've seen it all over uh, this uh, you know, morning's uh, news updates, too, when it comes to sports. It's news when a coach doesn't get fired for a spectacular collapse, right? Well, right, um, yeah. It doesn't usually make headlines when the coach is not fired, but Dallas Cowboys management issued an announcement yesterday saying that coach Mike McCarthy is still with the team uh, despite that 48-32 to 32 playoff loss to the Green Bay Packers on last Sunday. So um, everybody was talking about, they were absolutely certain Mike McCarthy was going to sure. get the ax because it's Dallas, but... It didn't happen. Yeah, again, I don't know. I'm not sure really why everyone's always like, they got to get fired. They they made it to the playoffs again. Um, I get it. You don't. It's hard to win everything. <laughs> God. I mean, I uh, but, you know, Jerry Jones is like, and he was honest. He's like, I don't have much more time. I mean, the guy's older. He wants to see a, a win before, you know. Meanwhile, uh, Nick Sirianni, the coach of the Eagles, seems to be getting a lot more love showered on him after people started to say, well, it doesn't sound like any of the players are really trying to keep him around. Where did he go uh, to get but- that love? It wasn't Philadelphia. <laughs> did he go on vacation? I don't know. It just said, um, I guess, uh, play off uh, players offered support for him as they conducted those exit interviews from yeah. what we understand so that yesterday was the day that Sirianni was supposed to meet with management and also I guess they do the exit interviews with the players as well so um is his uh, job up in the air I mean we didn't he didn't get a hey you're canned immediately and we also didn't hear you know that they're keeping him around so we wait to see what happens there but uh wild that's just crazy. The more you, the, the fact that if we were talking about the fact that they'd have an epic collapse, you know, if you were saying that when they were right. 10 and 1, people would have thought, no way that's ever going to happen. Yeah. I mean, someone had texted um, in and I was looking at it. It wasn't, you know, if you look at, I think it's like four or five times they won by just a couple points. Um, it's and true. It, it is. But, true. It, but at the same time, you know, if people say, well, it just shows that those games could have all been losses. Maybe the team just got lucky. But however, when a team wins by like three points or the last second field goal, everyone's like, man, they just strategically played it right down to the wire and they, they did what they needed to do to win. So it's, it's, the ultimate result we look at go what happened it's i I don't know here's the thing i've I've made this case for a while for sports and it's not that i don't think athletes deserve all that money because whatever they have a special skill i don't have you don't have but in in situations like this like if nick sariani gets fired he was a he has a uh, 35 million dollar deal five-year contract not like the players but that's still pretty good what if what if based off of performance like it was like a hundred thousand dollars but if he if he performed really well then he'd get the $35 million. I think sometimes it's like, what's going to happen? This guy's going to live a comfortable life no matter what. They, they want to win, but I think money is a good motivator. We should lower the, lower this stuff until they perform. And that's my stance that. on that, Nick, and everybody else in sports. <laughs> perform and we'll pay you. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. I, I, then again, I wouldn't I, want to work for $5 an hour hoping I don't to know. have success. But I don't know what happened there. But there, supposedly now players are, are showing support for Sirianni. But I mean, there's like just so much yeah. that you have question marks about that entire team. So we'll wait to see if we hear anything um, coming out because yesterday was the big day of, oh, we're going to talk to each other and then we're going to talk to the players. And um, I'm sure they're weighing out options, right? What to do? Because the question is, all right, you want to get rid of someone. Who's the who's going to well, fill right. in that position? That's who's going to who's going to take Bill Belichick and his grumpy attitude and successful right. ways. <laughs> God, Americans would need a ninety four thousand dollar per year salary to feel financially independent. Uh, that was a survey. That's the number that came out of a survey of about two thousand Americans. Sixty uh, percent of you say you're very optimistic about reaching that goal. How about that? Uh, 57% of the uh, people that they surveyed still need to rely on relatives or friends for financial support. They're likely to ask for help to pay for rent, internet, or their phone bill. I'm also going to guess they're probably got mom and dad in under the roof. Who knows? If they're lucky. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but most people say also the age where they start to feel financially independent anyway is uh, around the age of 36. And they say, um, uh, again, when it came to what would be the amount of money that would actually make you feel, you know, financially independent, getting $94,000 per year would make them feel just best. Just so to clarify, in, per year? Or are we talking yeah, like... Yeah, salary. Like, now, I don't know if... Yeah, uh, no, so they're talking about... It, I guess if you're a married couple, that would be perhaps your household income as well right. uh, to help you be able to pay the bills. So that's the number that people, I guess, put on it after they talked to about 2,000 Americans about it. But it's about the age of 36 where you also feel more independent. So how do I go backward, Nancy? How do I get back there? Just, <laughs> I like to go like, back there. I feel like I missed that exit and I want to hop uh, back on. Well, there's always well, think, a chance for it to come around again. I think it's, uh, you know, sometimes we just do this stuff to ourselves because for the most part, we don't really need a lot to survive. We can do well, but so, so many of us. And I kind of accidentally, uh, through a small mistake, I found myself with a couple thousand dollars of credit card debt. It was just my wife lost her card, changed some stuff up on like Amazon, forgot to change it back. So next thing you know, we're charging stuff, not realizing it. Having that debt is just crippling to you. So it doesn't matter how much you make if you're throwing it all to stuff you already purchased. So I don't know. Right. We put ourselves in those situations. It depends on what it what your uh, maintenance level is, too. Yeah. Because some people's maintenance level a lot higher 
than other people's maintenance level. You know how it goes. All right. Um, we should mention again that the uh, forecast, uh, even though cloudy with flurries today, high 28, uh, snow developing tonight and then tomorrow we're going to have snow showers and that's going to accumulate somewhere between one to three inches. The timing will be important, obviously. Right. Uh, we'll talk with Snedeker about that about an hour from now. Uh, we started off the show just mentioning the weather coming. You don't have to have um, you know, huge snowfall totals to have real problems on the roads and we saw the tragic consequences uh, during that Tuesday uh, snow when the interstate 81 they were closed they had to close down the lanes because this accident and what seemed tragic at the time with one person being killed uh, it turned out to be five women killed uh, in that uh, accident what happened was uh, one of the drivers there were two vehicles with family members one of them uh, went out of control and hit a median and was off, I guess, the side of the, the left median anyway. And the other driver went to the other side and both cars, they had occupants that left the vehicle. And unfortunately, there was a tractor trailer that hit them, hit both of the, those vehicles and killed five women. And they're said to be from the same family, just absolutely tragic. So uh, PennDOT has been uh, telling people to please stay in your vehicle if there is an accident and you are disabled. And they're asking other motorists to do that move over situation. You know, it's the law. Move over if there's a vehicle off to either side. Go into the opposite lane and give people room. Yeah, I love and- I love the move over law. I think it, I think it's great, but it's not just people here in Pennsylvania who uh it's you know you have out of state drivers sometimes don't know that and uh you know that can be kind of dicey when somebody automatically I've seen it a couple of times where somebody is not moving over that other people quickly are and it looks like everyone gets confused. It's a great law. I wish it would be adapted everywhere. It's, it's just great. called it's called courtesy. You would hope that You think, yeah. It wouldn't have to be a law, but I guess it is a public awareness campaign. Uh, but I've seen it where there's just even somebody with a disabled vehicle and they're either working on a tire or something and someone is driving in that lane like pew, right past I, them. For the it's safety like, of everybody because I think it really is effective and anyone who would deny that it's like well how are people going to hit you if you're if you're moving over but I hope it would become as commonplace as like you know wipers on lights on remember that being yeah, the thing that's just something most people just do now that they didn't do so hopefully that just kind right. of evolves into that it's a good people make it make it a habit to do that all right on to something completely different um british royals king charles and catherine the princess of Wales, both Wales, uh, both of them taking time off from public events because of planned medical procedures uh this is uh some people are saying this is First of all, they don't usually give you a lot of information about any of the health of the royals. So they say this is really not typical, usually, of the information that they that they give. Um, but what happened was the king was in Scotland for talks when Buckingham Palace announced the 75-year-old is going to undergo a corrective procedure for his prostate next week. Uh, and Catherine, the 42-year-old wife of Prince William and the future queen, underwent abdominal surgery. They said this was planned. It was at a private hospital in London. What's kind of surprising about this is she's going to be there for two weeks. That's, uh, they do say it is not cancer, but they are not providing any other details as to what this procedure is.
and they do say she is recovering normally. So I don't know. Sometimes I think you're better off to not say anything than to go, right. well, it's, you know, this is happening, but we're not going to tell you why. Yeah, there's why nothing they, really why shocking. Why not just say it? You know? <laughs> there's nothing really surprising or shocking about a 75-year-old man having prostate surgery. It's very common, you know, figure you right. got checked and they caught something. When you're 42 years old and you're in the, you're hospitalized for two weeks uh, for some sort of surgery, people, people start asking questions. Um, they're Absolutely. saying it's not cancer. It make, you know, it makes me wonder because it's like, you know, they, they obviously, I'm guessing, did they keep this under wraps and someone found out or they announced it when she went in? It sounded like she was already in there and someone, uh, you know, but I'll be honest, I did, I did not go, ooh, I got to get all the specifics on the, the royal family, but... What? Well, I immediately thought, okay, it could be gallbladder surgery. That's not a big deal. I had that done. It's, then I saw the recovery time. And that was quite a bit more. But is it, you know, some people are in and out for a gallbladder. So why would it be two weeks? And again, you know, you you mention the the fact that someone is in, but you don't give more detail. Oh, it's not cancer. Well, okay, it, well, it makes it? like are they hiding something bad or hiding something that will be perceived bad? You know, is right. it is it two weeks in the hospital because she needs to? Or is it two weeks in the hospital because it's just more comfortable for her? Immediately, I started thinking of something. Is it like some sort of cosmetics something? Where it's because the recovery for some of that stuff can be pretty painful, and you know. Yeah, but nobody that that is it. It may cosmetically look bad, but you don't need two weeks. You know? No, you wouldn't need had, it. But look, if you're the, if you're the princess, cancer, I had a mastectomy that, and I had reconstruction. I've never never was in the hospital for two weeks. Well, that's know, what I'm saying. That. Versus you know having to be in there versus. I'm the princess. I can be in there. Is a different. That's what I'm wondering. I, know, I if think it is. I'd rather be in the, the palace. You can pretty much hide, and they have their you own think. unit there too, as well. So it's I hope it's nothing weird. serious. I'm not a huge fan. I wouldn't wish anything bad against them, but it's uh, it's, well, it's course, so no. sad to, if, if it is something. She's too young for that. Did you see? It was the coldest temperatures in the lower 48 st states recorded in two Wyoming towns yesterday. Minus 37 degrees Fahrenheit in Saratoga and Thermopolis. In the morning, it was minus 18 in Kremming, Colorado. Oh, gosh. Uh, minus 22 in Monticello, Kentucky. So another Arctic blast uh, coming through again. We were talking uh, about the fact that the forecast shows uh, wind chills on Saturday morning. Again, going to feel like the single digits could be below zero in some of the higher elevations. We shall chat with Joe Snedeker about that uh, coming up. But first, we got to get through a little bit more nuisance snow tomorrow, right? Yeah, I was going to say, I'm sorry, I'm hearing you speak and I'm taking it in, but I'm still stuck on the fact that there's a town called Thermopolis. I hope I said it right. That's what it looks like. It's Sounds like a bad as. pitch. Like, So you're telling me <laughs> Thermal Man... Is feel your like new I'm character over in uh, Mesopotamia? Or no, something. no it, it was, to me, it sounds like, they, like a bad comic book pitch. It's like, okay, your new character is Thermal Man. His skill is he keeps oh, people warm, and mm. he lives in Thermopolis. Okay, thank yeah. you. Next, um, right. I want to look at just <laughs> the worst superhero ever. CNN has canceled its Republican primary debate okay. in New Hampshire ahead of the state's primary next week, again, due to lack of participation from Trump and former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley. Uh, ABC News, we talked about yesterday, they canceled their New Hampshire debate as well. Uh, there's some, uh, the latest New Hampshire, uh, I guess, poll that's out. Let me take a look at this one, which came out uh, yesterday. Um, President Trump and former President Trump and former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley tied in New Hampshire, according to the new polling, as the uh, primary heads uh, into the Granite State. Uh, the survey from American Research Group released Tuesday puts Trump and Haley at 40% each among the state's likely Republican voters. 
Uh, back in December, Trump was 33%, Haley at 29%. Both gained support by the start of January. Uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, uh, he, uh, I guess, uh, garnered just 4% of support among uh, New Hampshire Republicans in that latest poll. So let's let's find out. In Iowa, it wasn't even close for Donald Trump. We'll see what happens uh, when they uh, when they do things in New Hampshire. Did you see Meanwhile, the? I was say, did you see the quote? I'm trying to find the actual quote, but it was the governor who endorsed Chris Sununu. He endorsed Nikki Haley, and it was like, you know, this is who we can have to move the party forward. He got a lot of press because people were like, oh, he's stepping up against Trump. But then he, I guess he he. He's adjusted it now. Do you say he's like temporary, uh, temporary expectations here? When I endorsed her, I was just hoping we'd have a strong second place finish. Oh, geez. Well, he's talking about the I Iowa caucuses, but it's like, no, wait, what do you want? What do you, he must know something, but it's like, wow, okay, so you kind of endorsed? I think, well, no, it sounds like he's saying tempering the expectations because of the fact that yeah. in Iowa, she didn't do as well as she had done. But we'll see. Meanwhile, the, people, the judge yeah. overseeing a civil defamation case against Donald Trump ordered the former president to keep his voice down or face expulsion from the court. Trump is accused of continuing to defame the writer E. Jean Carroll after, even after a jury found he had sexually assaulted her and then defamed her for revealing the assault. During the hearing yesterday, Trump reportedly kept up a running commentary on the testimony saying it is a witch hunt and it's a con job. Uh, Carol testified she had been inundated with threatening messages since coming forward. So when, you know, the judge said, look, you have a right to be here, but I don't want to have to take that away. And I guess the judge, I mean, uh, Trump said something like, I, I would love it, meaning if he got bounced from the court. Oh, dear God. It's like a circus, isn't it? He reminds it me is. perpetually of the kid that doesn't stop talking in class. And in some ways, I can really relate to that. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.